This is exactly right. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. said no gifts it's bridger weidinger that's who i am i'm so glad you're here what can we talk about for a moment here let's see well let's uh happy holidays um look it's july but maybe there's a chance you're listening to this in deep december i don't know hopefully you're staying on top of things but you know occasionally life gets in the way and suddenly you're six months behind on podcasts you're sweating you're panicking trying to catch up with what's happening with me uh, i understand but i hope your life hasn't descended into that level of chaos but if it has you know if the holidays are just around the corner it's almost the end of the year for you i still have Months and months to deal with with 2021. Let's just get into the podcast. I'm thrilled about today's guest. I think he's so funny. And I think we're going to have a good time unless he has decides to get in a fight with me or something. Eugene Cordero. Eugene, welcome to I Said No Gifts. Oh, hi. Hi. Listen, <laughs> I re-listened to every podcast in deep December. And 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 by deep December, we're talking like mid twenties December, like before Christmas. Okay. I go, I go, I go hard on every podcast I've ever listened to. I double down. Well, you have to. I mean, that's the time of the year you've got nothing else going on. Maybe you're driving around doing some last minute shopping, and you need something to listen to. Yeah, and I'm like, what really? Well, how do I really feel about that murder? And then I re-listen <laughs> to the murder. <laughs> You know? I think that's totally fair. <laughs> I mean, it's right around the holidays. Right. It makes it makes me feel better that I wasn't murdered yet. And, you know, I'll make it at least to the next year. Well, maybe it's your Christmas wish to get murdered. And so you're thinking, <laughs> oh, this could be my year. Maybe Santa comes down the chute and just slits my throat or something. So just to get into the general mood there. I try to sit on Santa's lap every year and hand him a shiv and just <laughs> and just tell him to do it. <laughs> when was the last time you were on Santa's lap, Eugene? Oh boy, <laughs> not recently. I will say that the last time um, a Santa lap situation happened, other than my kids sitting on Santa's lap, which they don't like, which I get and I'm right. happy about, um, was when I was an older, like an uncle to like my cousin's kids and I had to dress up as uh Santa oh. for that. Yeah. And did you, in have you dressed up as Santa multiple times or was there just one occasion? I feel like I only remember the once, which is good. I guess once, <laughs> I guess I could simply answer that by once the rest of them. You were in a few state. <laughs> yeah. Um, so wait, when you dressed up as Santa, like, was this like an all night ordeal where you show up and you have to do the whole thing? Um, so in our family, it was one of those things where all of the kids would be like playing in the basement and all that stuff, staying through midnight. Like it was a Christmas Eve party oh, with like right. me and my cousins and their kids. And then one of the dads from back in the day, when we were kids, one of the dads from back in the day would then around 1145 put on the Santa suit that they all passed around. Oh, sure. And then, and then around midnight, he would come down the stairs and then hand out all the gifts that everybody gave to each other. 
So we all knew it was like my, you know, my uncle doing it. Um, But it was like the way to, we were too excited to get the gifts, you know? Of course, of course. Um, So uh, when I did it, they all knew it was me because I was just (laughs) hanging out for the last three hours. <laughs> and now suddenly you're gone. And now suddenly I'm gone and it's still my voice as Santa. Like I didn't put on a voice. <laughs> wow. So you're really doing a bare minimum. That feels a little unfair. It's a holiday. I'm not getting paid. It's not like time and a half, you know? <laughs> so you sit down, you're it's just Uncle Eugene with a beard on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah. anyone have any 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 fun with that? Hey. When kids get gifts, they don't care what you're dressed as. <laughs> That's true. Like, if you think, if you go to a toy store, like, those guys are creepy as shit, right? You could have like, come down the stairs as the Grim Reaper for all that. <laughs> hey, maybe I will this year. <laughs> Teach my kids a lesson. <laughs> I feel like that's something we should uh, get into as a society is like a grim reaper sitting on a throne at the mall. The kids go up and tell them the Christmas wishes. <laughs> go, hey, enjoy this gift because it might be your last one. Right. <laughs> Look, I feel like we have a business opportunity here that we can go around the area. Los Angeles malls. We're ready yeah. to pitch the grim reaper christmas special yes keep keep the really fancy one at the americana in the grove but over there at the glendale galleria grim reaper is there <laughs> you've got a fog machine <laughs> a fog machine right next to the shoe shining guys the sneakers <laughs> the sneaker cleaners i walked past the sneaker cleaners recently and that's uh it was shut down i don't know if that's a COVID thing or what but yeah. uh I mean, your feet are not six feet away from your mouth, unless you're like six feet tall and getting your sneakers. Speak for yourself, Eugene. I've got long, beautiful legs. An extremely small torso. I'm about eight feet tall, all legs. Ooh, daddy long legs. (laughs) I'm essentially like a Tim Burton creature. Um, Eugene, are you a big holiday person? I mean, it is July, but let's talk holidays. Um, I am a big holiday person. My birthday is, I'm a July baby. Oh, so, okay. So I get to split up the year with gifts oh, growing the, up. You're in the sweet spot gift wise. Sweet, I was in the sweet spot gift wise, but not birthday wise while you were growing up. Because like kids who have birthdays in the fall and the spring, you get to celebrate it at school. Everybody is there. All right. If you have a party on that weekend, it's not like people are, you know, at camp or you know, whatever. Right. So you had to wrangle people for, you know, summer <laughs> birthdays. And it had to be like a fun, like beach sitch. For right. People a to summer be like, birthday, like some sort of water is, it must be involved. Yeah. Yeah. It's a must have. You can't just have like a sleepover with uh, a jack-o'-lantern or something. Too hot. Too hot. Too hot for the jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> <laughs> the jack-o'-lantern is going to melt. But uh, but the sleepover is also too hot because like you're not going to sleep in a sleeping bag. No way. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, a sleeping bag even in the cold can get a little hot. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. This uh, thematically, this episode of the podcast uh, is one of the most temporal temp. What is the word I'm looking for? Temporally? The uh, time is... Tempora. 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 <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. a deep fried um, kind of... Panko based. Yeah. Right. Uh, time wise, this one's all over the place. The listener is cannot pinpoint <laughs> where we are in time. And I think that's good for people. Hey, we have we have decided that this is a... Um, what is that called where you can watch it at any time or listen to it? Green? Uh, time, uh, uh, ageless. Uh, oh, uh, evergreen. Ever, evergreen. This is an evergreen, this is an evergreen episode. episode. <laughs> I was just reading an article where, uh, that was encouraging people to be more uh, neutral as far as past, present, and future are concerned. Not to be Ooh. too much in the moment, not to be too much in the future, and not to be too much in the past. So this episode, maybe that's where this is coming from. Oh, I'm trying man. to just keep it all over the map time-wise. Yeah, yeah. Let's think about your growing up, but also think about what you're listening to right now, and then think about Christmas. <laughs> Try to stay on the road while you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Your brain is just going haywire. <laughs> Eugene, how are you doing in general? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm happy that it's summer. Right. Um, ish. Maybe it's summer for you also. <laughs> um uh, but I'm I'm happy also to be back in Los Angeles. There's a while that I was traveling and uh and away from the fam. So it's just 
always, I'm such a, I feel like work-wise and life and, and stuff, I, I feel like an extrovert and I like being around people, but I love just getting home and then just being in my bubble of home, you know? Right. Um, so, uh, so it's nice to be back here and, uh, and relaxing. Where were you traveling? I was in Vancouver, Canada, um, for like, uh, two months and change, um, shooting a a movie and my family couldn't come with because of, you know, COVID protocols and stuff. So that was like the longest I've been away from the whole crew for a while. So, you know, that's just a lot of my wife and a lot of my kids to like, you know, so hopefully you're feeling a little guilty. Oh, oh, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. No, I live in it. I live in (laughs) guilt. Um, so it's also nice to be, you know, with all of them and, you know, doing fun summer things, you know, because then it feels like a summer for me too. like, right. oh, I get to do, you know, all of the things that you do, go to a bunch of playgrounds now that, you know, things are open again ish and everything. So um, what sort of summary things are you doing? You're going to playgrounds, you're going to the beach. We're going to the thing. beach. Yeah. We're, um, you know, hitting up the playgrounds that have splash pads. That they just started opening up. So like my kids are very like my daughter is like almost one. My son is four years old. So like the idea of just a little bit of water, like a puddle is (laughs) amazing for them. So we try to find, you know, the ones where we don't have to get in the cold water as much. Wait, so a splash pad, is it essentially just a a standing pool of water that's like a couple inches deep? It, yeah, it's like for mosquitoes. It's like for mosquitoes. <laughs> right, harvest. it's just a, yeah. kind of a um, a playground for disease. Is, yeah, like, is essentially yeah, what we're talking yeah. about. It's like it's a perfect, petri dish. Yeah, basically, yeah. But uh, but kids splash in it, and you hear just a bunch of pa- parents say, "Don't, don't." <laughs> not me. Not me. <laughs> that sounds great. And it does it have does it have the fountains, or is that one of those things that happens at an outdoor mall? Am I confusing the two? Yeah, yeah, you're thinking of the Bellagio in Las Vegas, and that is not for children. <laughs> well, it was for me. I was splashing yeah. around, and I was dragged away by security, but yeah. I had an incredible time. Yeah, but you were singing all of the Frank Sinatra songs. <laughs> I'm a Sinatra freak, and that was my moment. I said, I'm in Vegas, I'm going to do Sinatra while drowning in the Bellagio pool. <laughs> And I won't be returning, but that's fine. You go to the Bellagio once, you've seen it all. Hey, what happens in Vegas, people die. (laughs) Well, it sounds like you're having a wonderful summertime. You also got to go to Vancouver. Mm -hmm. When you went to Vancouver, did you have to quarantine in a hotel? 14 days. Did you lose your mind? I lost my mind. You know, and, and it was like partially guilt. And then once I got into it, but then because I kind of have that introvert kind of, I like being in my space. Once I've set up my space, I was actually pretty content for a while. Um, right. But just the idea of like not being able to leave, you know, it's like anytime somebody tells you not to do something, you're like, why? Of course. And then you want to do it. Yeah. Um, so when you say set up your space, what do you mean? So you're in a hotel room. What is setting up a hotel room for you? Well, here's the, here's what makes me also very strange, I guess, strange. Um, because my family wasn't there and I'm like, oh, this is my space that I have to do everything in. Um, I had asked, so it was like an apartment that I was in for the, the whole, uh, two and a half months. And they, they were pretty strict as far as our COVID protocols and my, mentality was to make sure that I was working out a bunch. So I had asked the apartment complex people or the the kind of corporate living apartment to like take the desk out, take the coffee table out. And I basically, my living room was just a gym that <laughs> I would like just be hanging out in and watch TV while I was kind of in this gym and, you know, um, and then the kitchen was right next to it. So it was just kind of like, it was like I was living back in New York in like a, you know, one bedroom apartment. And I was just like, this is what I want to do with my time and I'll do this and then I'll do this. And then, you know, yeah. So did you like, uh, travel, like, uh, workout equipment or did the, the place supply workout equipment? How does that work? Uh, the, I brought some stuff and then the production had rented some stuff that I, you know, asked for since I wasn't going to be allowed to leave. You're, you're 
a big workout person. You have a podcast about working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, like, what is your, do you work out every day? As somebody, I work out about twice a week and it's constant torture for me. There's not a moment that I'm enjoying. So to talk to someone like you who I assume enjoys it. I do. I do. I mean, it's, I, I try to work out or do something workout adjacent at least every day. Um, because in a way it's kind of like a therapy for me too, because it gives me an opportunity to kind of just focus on the simplest task of moving a piece of weight around and not anything else. Uh And even if I do that for like 20 minutes or like an hour and a half, depending on whatever, it gives me at least that moment where I'm like not thinking about, you know, are my kids alive? (laughs) You know, um, you know, uh, what, what I have to do next, what, what's the next job I'm going to get any of that stuff, you know, like the stresses of life. I can only be like, well, I'm tired and I have to move this weighted equipment to this other end of the room or up and down for the next 20 minutes. So like, you know, for me, the idea of like, you know, for a while I was, you know, I didn't like it. And then when it became therapy and I started feeling that way about it, it became helpful to me. Uh, That's um, yeah, maybe that's what I need to do rather than work out and think about all my problems at the same time. Oh man, that's the way. And when I would go to the gym and I would have a bunch of things in my head and I couldn't get rid of them, those were the worst workouts because you're just like thinking of everything else. And you're like, I got to finish this fast so I can do these other things. Well, look, Eugene, there's something else I need to talk to you about. Um, Uh Uh Uh-oh. About last week, someone sent me your the address of your home. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. Got Eugene's address. And I was a little bored over the weekend. So I thought, why don't I go check out Eugene's place? You know, maybe kind of a little wellness check, essentially. Just cruise by and, you know, maybe it's the realtor in me. Uh, (laughs) See what you're working with housewise. So I hopped in the car and uh, made my little trip. uh, And as I was approaching your home, I don't know. Something came over me. Something wasn't right. I oh, it just had kind of a pit in my stomach as I looked at your porch and I saw uh, what appeared to be a little bag sitting on your porch. Was it a white? Was it a white bag? It was a white bag. Mm -hmm. And I got out of my car and kind of slowly approached your house, and you know, just fear setting in. And I get to the bag and. It had my name on it. And, you know, the initial idea was maybe I'll ring the bell and check in with Eugene. But seeing this bag, I thought, what what what's happening here? I out of the goodness of my heart and a little bit of nosiness, I just wanted to see Eugene's house. And now suddenly I'm confronted by this bag that it says not a gift for Bridger Weiniger, which uh the mind games, it felt like mind games galore. Well, you were said just no starting. gifts. <laughs> uh, okay, so look, um, that may or may not be true, Eugene. Okay. This podcast is called uh, I Said No Gifts. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's been a struggle. I've been hosting this thing for over a year now, and I run into a decent amount of difficulty with guests. There's kind of. Maybe it's just the universal love for me as a person. These people can't resist giving me a gift. So you've given me something that appears very much to be a gift. Yes. Uh, But it also explicitly says not a gift. Right. But it's in quotation marks. Yes. So that, again, we hit it into reverse and we're wondering, what is this bag Eugene, is this a gift or not a gift? Sorry, um, I, that is very confusing the way that I wrote that. The bag, <laughs> the bag itself is not a gift. <laughs> okay, so the bag itself is not a gift. Yes. Okay, interesting. So this is a layered mind game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact that I was able to even get home safely is a miracle. <laughs> uh, well, should I open it here on the podcast? I think you should. Because what's inside, I believe, could be (laughs) possible gifts. Okay, so the chances of me freaking out are still astronomical. 
Yes. Uh, Let's open it up and see what happens. It's a nice little white bag. And as we said, it says not a gift for Bridger Weiniger, (laughs) but not a gift. Just the words not a gift are in quotation marks. So uh, it's got a little nice uh, tissue with stars on it. Let's open it up. Tissue. I feel like we haven't had enough tissue in the last few episodes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to just dive in and destroy some people's um, headphones. MSMSMR. MSMR. People are falling asleep and they don't even know what time of year it is. People have been asleep for 20 minutes, Eugene. Okay. Okay. Oh, now this is something very interesting. You have given me some. You're going to have to explain this a little bit, but foot cushions, like sole, uh, what are what is the technical word for these? Insoles. 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 I'm, I couldn't think of insoles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're Air Plus brand, 7 to 12 size insoles. So, uh, look, I'm not going to give away my foot size. I mean, especially since you're, you look like a Tim Burton character. <laughs> People don't know how big your feet would be compared to right. your torso. But I will say they're, they are in between 7 and 12. So do with that information what you will. I feel like most people are. Right. I'm not a size 15. I'm in between a 7 and 12. But Eugene, tell me what's going on here. Okay. I'm going to put the bag. There's other stuff going on in the bag. But yeah, yeah, we've yeah. Got, we got to talk about this. I've uh, I, I have realized that we'll talk about this. We'll talk about the, the broad strokes of it later. But the short stroke of this gift is plantar fasciitis or whatever it is says at the top. It does of that. say plantar fascia or f- yeah yeah fascia fresca. So it's a thing where people are like, oh, uh, you know, like the um, the uh, arches in your feet you know, are bad or whatever. So you have this issue. Right. Every shoe and everything deals with it. So it's just what people, it's people's feet. It's just a feet (laughs) thing. And I don't know why, but I put insoles like these in my shoes, in all of my shoes, because um, my shoes get like, if you just wear regular sneakers and stuff, and maybe because I have caveman feet, maybe that's part of it too. And maybe I'm assuming you you do or everybody in the world does. But once you put these in, whatever shoe you got just feels better to while you're standing. Interesting. I don't know why. So it's just like you put those gel things in, even if they're a pair of shoes. Because usually what happens is the shoe gets uncomfortable before your shoes look bad. Right. Because that part that part is being worn out. Uh, because your foot is just directly exposed to it and it's flattening yes. it, I assume. Yeah, yeah. So you put these in, in a pair of shoes that you like, that you still feel like look good on the outside, and you can get some good use out of it, and then you get more comfortable feet. Well, this is my, this has been a, an actual constant worry for me because I exclusively wear Vans. Um, all of my shoes are Vans. Vans are so flat on your feet. I love Vans, but I put those in my Vans. I have a pair of Vans that I'm... Sure, I could show you that have those insoles in it. Right. I've been wearing Vans for probably 17 years at this point, almost exclusively. And you're 18 years old. And I, so I was, you know, my, the doctor <laughs> pulled me out. They slapped some Vans on me. And so my feet are not just flat. They're now curving back up towards my body. Um, the, the shape of who I am is an absolute mystery. I'm a medical mystery, um, but not that much of a mystery because it was the doctor who put these on my feet initially. But uh, no, I do worry about uh, constantly about my feet being too flat and then do absolutely nothing about it. You know, I have yeah. a pair of flip-flops and then Vans. So none of these things are doing anything for the arches of my feet. Yes. So this is just one of those things where you'll try them on. You might be like, ooh, these feel kind of comfortable. And then your feet might feel a little bit, not sore, but like just different for a while where you have them on. And then it like, I don't know. I like, uh, I just, I just, I have a bunch of these at my house. And like when I get a pair of shoes that I know are starting to feel weird on my feet, I like pull one, another one out and I put it on there. What uh, did somebody recommend them to you or did you just see a commercial? I, Got them at like a running, like a, at like a running store. Um, cause they, you know, it was one of those running stores where you try, where they want to see how you run first. Oh, and they see what I've heard about these. 
your gait is and all of this stuff. And I don't know how much of that is a sham, but then they were like, oh, maybe for your other shoes, you should have these. And I was like, oh, I'll buy one. And then I liked those more than the running shoes. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, but I don't put them in my workout shoes. I just put them in like my life shoes. Those uh, ones that I gave you. Are your workout shoes flat or? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have running shoes, you have workout shoes, you have normal life shoes, but they're all supporting your arches. Yeah. And especially for some reason, I love the look of boots, but I don't like and like dress shoes, but I don't like how unsupportive they are. Right. That I have to put those like those are for like sneakers and stuff, but I put those inside like dress shoes so that they don't bother my feet. Style wise, day to day, are you like wearing a pair of sneakers or what's your general shoe? I'm a general sneaker guy through the day. Okay. And then if we are to, you know, go into the evening hours, I will switch. Yeah, I will Mr. Rogers it into a pair of boots. (laughs) And when you say boots or what sort of boots, cowboy boots, what are we talking about here? Um, no, like lace up boots. Oh, uh, sure, sure. Like like wrestler boots that go all the way to my knees. <laughs> <laughs> wrestler boots and a kilt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, just like a pair of like um, uh, like not like t- like you know, kind of dress like quarter height boots. Okay, that's a Does nice that type sense? of boot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've, have you ever owned a cowboy boot? I've. I'm now that we're talking about cowboy boots. I'm thinking, why don't I own some cowboy boots? I think I could get into that. I think you could, Thank especially you. with your legs. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, I. The only time I've ever worn cowboy boots, I think, were um, for a high school production of Oklahoma. <laughs> um, who were you in Oklahoma? Well, that's the thing. I played um, Ollie hockey. Ollie. <laughs> Um, the peddler, Ali Hakam. Hakam? Look, I, I asked I that know. question knowing full well like I don't you know had anyone an in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have said uh, the Grim Reaper, and I was yeah. well, he's in it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Jed, um, but um, <laughs> but uh, but my character. I bought a pair of cowboy boots for that, or my mom did, and then we realized my character doesn't wear cowboy boots. Oh, you're kidding. It. So I've worn them a couple of times. I mean, I, I wore them a couple of times and then they went to waste. Oh, what a shame. And cowboy yeah. boots are not cheap. No, no. <laughs> so that's where that's, you know, but it wasn't like I, I wasn't playing too many sports and stuff in high school. So it wasn't like my parents were paying a bunch of money for other gear, hockey gear or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. how long have you been wearing these uh, these insoles? I would say a a number of years. I'm talking about like five or six years at least. Have you noticed a difference in your feet? I mean, I I guess what would end up happening was I would I'd feel some knee problems when I wasn't wearing them. Oh, or like if I'm wearing a different kind of shoe for a while. Like that's the other thing. I would bring a pair of these if um, I was doing a new show or uh, I was on on a production that. You know, they're providing me with the, you know, the costume shoes. And I was like, oh, yeah, these these fit great. And then I would just put my own insoles in them. So oh, beautiful. They, yeah. And then so I just don't have to deal with more humans because <laughs> uh, then I, you know, then I don't feel like weird where I'm like, well, there's a specific kind of insole that I use. Uh, can you find these for me? I just bring them right. and put them in those shoes. And, you know, because if I wear them, if I'm standing for too long and I'm wearing them, then my feet start to feel a little crampy and then my knees hurt right so these help yeah and if you ask a stranger to buy you insoles they might get you a different brand and then you're kind of sure. feel guilty and you have to wear those and then it's just a bigger problem yeah and it's usually they when they do put insoles it's like the ones that you just buy at like the grocery store that is just the same thing as what was already in there. It's just maybe a tiny bit th- thicker. It's like maybe. a foot shaped piece of felt, basically. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you watch like a grown person cut them for you and put them in your shoes and you're like, no, no, thanks. Have you ever been to a uh, like a, a cobbler? Is that what a, a shoe person is? Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I wish. This is the first time anybody's ever asked me if I've been to a cobbler. That's a good and first I, date question for anyone oh out there. Man. That's a Oh, nice shoes. <laughs> ever been to a cobbler? Are those custom? 
<laughs> I feel like a cobbler is a real like uh you've got to be making really good money to be going to a cobbler. Oh, that's the next level of complete fame, right? right. Where you're like, "Oh, this suit is is custom made and my shoes have been cobbled." <laughs> These are freshly cobbled shoes <laughs> made for made for me, made to measure. <laughs> Cobble as a verb. I, I've been cobbling all day. I can't deal with this right now. I've got to work out. I can't think about cobbling anymore. Honey, I've got to work out. And then can you please hand me uh, just a glass of scotch with one rock? Because I've been cobbling all day long. No, I uh, I drive by a, a cobbler on occasion and I think, what pair of shoes do I care enough about to take to a cobbler? And the answer is none of them. They are all $30. I found them at Nordstrom Rack. So I'm not going to get them cobbled. No, they're not. They're, they're cobble. They're, they're non-cobblish. Do you take a pair of van? Uh, like, if you take a pair of vans to a cobbler, do they just laugh you out of the store? I think they laugh at you just as much as the sneaker cleaners do if you wear vans and you try to get them cleaned. <laughs> right. They're like, this is not what we're talking about, buddy. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I guess maybe some nice boots could be cobbled. Get, yes, uh, but uh, as like I, resold or whatever, resold, like they put a new right. sole. Yeah, right. But nothing I currently own could be cobbled, and that's fine. Maybe at some point I'll have some <laughs> shoes worth cobbling. I don't know. I don't know if I ever want to be at the point where I'm like, I need to get these cobbled. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I'll just buy some new shoes. Yeah. Because then that also means that I'm like, did I spend too much money on these shoes that they need to be cobbled because I need to keep them worth it? I'm just way too emotionally attached to these shoes and I have to take them to someone who is a professional shoe person. It's just... Okay, well, I'm excited to try these. I'm... uh, We'll see what happens. They're kind of like the retainer of the feet. It's like... Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. If you have... It's like uh, Invisalign, if you will. (laughs) I've if recently, you keep them in there, I've got uh, in. I uh, had my permanent. This is for longtime listeners. My permanent retainer has been gone a while, but I'm wearing a, an Invisalign retainer at night. Oh, and so I've kind of got the insole in my mouth all night. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's. Um, I don't know if it's doing me any good or not, but. Uh, well, your teeth look great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I ha- I actually, speaking of that, last night I had a dream that I was just gnawing on cheese, which I think had something to do with this new retainer. So Yeah. Also, <laughs> how hard of cheese are you eating that you gnaw on it? it usually, should, you should get through it pretty quick. Well, I'm kind of a little mouse in nature. <laughs> a mouse with long legs. Ooh, what that is. That is a very Tim Burton name. Well, as I described, my torso is very small. So it is kind <laughs> yeah. of mouse. My torso <laughs> yeah. is essentially a mouse. And then I've got these <laughs> essentially two pairs of stilts on top of each other for legs. Beautiful. Just to Beautiful. crawl into my mouse hole. Um, <laughs> should I get back into the bag here? Yes. Okay. Now, oh, there are two objects in here. One feels soft. One feels hard. Which one should I take out first? Uh, take the soft one out so we could explain this all at once and it doesn't feel weird. Okay, so go ahead and explain what this those. is. Either oh, this is either mittens or socks. Hello, oh, well, it says hello, cozy feet. So it's I assume sock socks with toe. Yeah, sock gloves. Sock gloves. Okay, so a couple of things. I'm not a feet guy. I don't know why I gave you Eugene two feet things in a row. Eugene has been obsessed with my feet for years. Uh, I actually had to block him on several email. He's been creating new email addresses to get in touch with me about my feet. I after I um after I realized that I left a bag that says this is not a gift outside. There was a while where um, I was in the house and I was like, wait a minute, did I put? Socks and the uh, <laughs> and the insoles in there, and then I went outside and it was and and you had already been confused and taken the the bag away. That I was like, now I have to explain why I'm giving him two feet things when I'm not a feet guy. <laughs> the next object in the bag is going to be a a letter just begging me to send you photos of my feet. Yeah, yeah, and a rabbit's foot. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. I just like there was it was something about I was just thinking about like comfort. Right. Gifts. 
And have you ever used have you ever used a pair of socks like this before? I have. Um, I've I've had a pair of shoes that have been like that. Wait, I'm I'm now looking at this and I have I actually have no idea how this works because it's not like a glove, right? It's like a fingerless glove for the feet. Is that what this is? Open them up and then you can even put your hands in them just to yeah, figure out how they here. work. I wonder if I've got. Yes, of course, I've got some scissors. I've I'm fully prepared. And. Clip this. Let me see. You're cutting them in half, I'm, essentially. So now you're just making leg I'm just warmers. turning them into, <laughs> into what you want. Okay, so I'm going to put my hand in here and see what this... What? What is this conceptually? What Shark Tank miracle <laughs> am I looking at here? What? What is What is supposed to be happening? And then, you can, and then you can flip it over, right? Right. I mean, you can put it in there, and then you can... Can you flip... Like inside out? Like... No, 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 no. Is there like another part where it goes over the... Oh, let's see here. Oh, oh, no, no. I genuinely am at a loss for words, Eugene. Am I losing my eyesight? Uh, No. See, look, I'm going to show you over the zoom here. See how that is? Yes. And then there's... Oh, I There's nothing that flips as far as I can tell. Okay, there are pairs that flip and there are pairs that don't. Um, I guess that is a no flip pair. So, <laughs> um, I don't know if you're going to be into either pair, to be honest. The ones that don't flip, what is the point of this? It's lit- literally just try them on. Okay, you don't I'm have to do it now. I mean, you can. You can. I'm going to just slip into these real quick and see what happens. This is not a normal feeling. <laughs> I genuinely, it kind of looks like early 80s Madonna, you know, uh, fingerless for gloves for my feet. Mm-hmm. And so is, your, is it supposed to keep your toes cold while the rest of your foot sweats? <laughs> what? I need to talk to the people at Hello Cozy Feet or Hello Bello or whatever we're talking about here. Okay, I've got it on, and I, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna cross the bridge of showing my foot in this no, thing no, to you over the zoom. No. But what, but just keep them on for the rest. Yeah, of and we'll the, see how uh, this podcast. just affects my general mood. Yeah, uh, yeah. The circulation is cut off from my toes. Maybe that's the thing. It's to lose your just have your toes chopped off. Does it feel weird to have your toes separated? It feels incredibly weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> deeply unsettling. But yeah, yeah. But it does um is this like for I wonder is this like for dancers? You know what? Um it uh Hello Bello is a um it, it's a it's like a diaper brand oh, like a, a, like for kids and adults and like it's like Dak Shepard and, and Kristen Bell's company that they like do like uh diaper delivery and then like wipes and all the things that are, that deal with being parents. Okay. And for one of the things for parents is these cozy socks. And and my wife and I have had a couple of pair of them where they've sent it to us. And we're like, what are these that we'd put them on? And some of them have the, the loop that goes on to them so you can like throw a pair of shoes on. Because it feels weird to put those ones on with no shoes. I mean, with oh, no yeah. Uh, yeah, I, shoes out on top of them. I just cannot imagine any scenario where this makes sense for a... It's just for home. It's just for home. <laughs> those ones especially are just for home. And even the ones that have the flip top on them are just for home because the, it makes it too bulky at the top of your shoe of course. <laughs> yeah so the flip uh, top one it's like almost like a mitten with a flip top. yes yeah yeah I, I don't know why you would ever need your toes exposed right conceptually it makes no sense to me no but they do somehow feel somewhat cozy but <laughs> <laughs> we've been i mean the i mean the the name of them are correct i don't know how great they are, but they were just one of those things where I'm like, oh, we have another pair of these. These are funny. <laughs> and I don't know if people would enjoy these. It's like it's certainly a gimmick. It's um it's just like, what are we what are we talking about? Is this to get your I mean, I'm gonna have to do some deep research to figure out what old uh Dax and Kristen were trying to uh get across. Yeah. Yeah. What's happening in that house household where it's diapers and then socks without toe covering hey it's cozy feet man it's 
Okay, well, I've got these on. While I have them on, should I get the next thing out of the bag? Yes, okay. yeah, the last of them. All right. Okay, so this is not a... I mean, it could be a foot-related thing, but... Sure. Uh, you know, it's a uh, premium cooling towel, and I've never heard of a mm-hmm. cooling towel. So the last thing was cozy feet, for, so that was for December. <laughs> so we're still kind of like into the future, the present, right. and the past, right? So we've thematically made this all make sense. <laughs> and we were talking about working out. That's a cooling towel. So like hot summers here in L.A., it gets hot. You put um, water on that, you wring it out, and you put it around your neck, and it keeps you cool for like a while. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. So if you're outside like on a hike or doing anything outside for a while or even just going to like a farmer's market and you know it's going to be a scorcher out there, you just put one of those on, wring it out and put it around your neck. I use it um, when we're when I go on like hikes, like mid hike, if it gets really hot or if my son is doing like some kind of sports thing outside or at a playground for a long time. I'm like, Hey, come over here. He eats a stack. I put one of those things on his neck and then, you know, and then he's gone for another three hours. Oh, that's great. It's just a little recharge. Yeah. yeah. It's a little recharge and it feels good. Like the back of your neck is insanely sensitive and like to put it behind, like to put it around your neck feels really nice. So is it like, uh, what technology is I don't know here. why it stays so cold for so long, but it, it works. Yeah, because it says it has no chemicals. I was thinking, is there some sort of menthol or something? I, You know what? I think it's just the fact that, like, it's like just putting, like, a cold terry cloth on the back of your neck or your forehead, but it just doesn't drip, and it stays kind of in there, right. like, whatever the um, spandexy material it is of it, you know, just doesn't necessarily... Like my shirt isn't just sopping from the drips of like a regular towel, right? Just a big wet terry cloth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is now is this something I could wear while working out, or is that going to put me in danger? I think you'll be in a good place if you worked out with that on. Okay. I yeah, I would even start out by going like saying out loud to everybody around. I think I'm going to go pretty hard today, so then you pull that out. <laughs> Put that around your neck and get and get to work. <laughs> Me standing alone in my living room. I'm going to say that out loud. <laughs> I'm going to go pretty hard today. <laughs> I say to my dying houseplant. <laughs> uh, this is very interesting. It has been extremely hot. Uh, I go to the gym once a week and it's very hot there. Uh, so maybe this will be the thing that changes everything for me. Yeah. Uh, and suddenly I'm just shredded. Yeah. Now you're <laughs> just humongous. <laughs> just making everyone around me uncomfortable and they're wondering, <laughs> Bridger's different. What's happened? Yeah, much different. We can't see his neck. <laughs> his head is just kind of sinking into this shape, this triangle torso. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the, uh, my goal. And so now I have the tools I need to succeed. Yeah. And I have to say, I, the, uh, these, uh, socks I'm getting used to and, mm-hmm. uh, like I can feel my toes. It's like the sort of thing where like, if I need to pick something up with my toes or kind of slip back into my primate origins. I do. I feel like they are for gorillas. <laughs> right. Right. This is a fully, you can open a drawer, you can, you know, pick up a spoon you dropped. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's, it's, it's meant for, um, using all of your, um, your, your, um, what are, what are they? What, phalanges? Phalange? Digits? Digits, yeah, I, yeah. I assume. I feel like I'm at a real loss for words today. Uh, my, uh, lack of education is coming through in a huge way. I wasn't able to grasp temporal. I still mm-hmm. tempora. Temp- uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's uh, right. I think that's right. Is it temporal or temporal? I don't know. You know what? Both of those still sounded like the same word to it me. It still so sounds like would, someone that uh, is trying to learn how to pronounce words. And yeah. Just is yeah. coming up way too short. One of the awake listeners right now is giving <laughs> us the correct answers. I think it's time to play a game. Ooh. Do you want to play a game called Gift Master or a game called Gift or a Curse? 
Um, oh, gift master or gift or a curse. I like the idea of something being being the master of something. So let's go gift master. Okay, I need a number between one and ten from you. Eight. Okay, I have to do a little bit of light calculating. I have to go get the game pieces. So right now you can promote something. You can recommend something. You can do whatever you want with this time. I'll be right back. Ooh, okay. Mm, let's see. So um, I will take this opportunity for a couple of things. A, um, we were talking about working out quite a bit here. So you can listen to the Dumbbells podcast. Um, that's the podcast that I host with my buddy, Ryan Stanger. And we just jokingly talk about working out and also give real advice so that it doesn't seem like a very bro-y workout podcast and something that you can listen to at the gym. Um, and then, um, other than that, I'm on a show called Tacoma FD. Both the first two seasons are on HBO uh, Max right now, if you can find it on there, Tacoma FD. And then season three is going to start again on True TV this fall. Um, and, uh, yeah, I feel good about those things. And then other things, you know, you can look me up on social media, of course, like at Huge Cordero and see what else I'm up to. Beautiful. You yeah. got it all in there. Look, I, I gave you an extra couple of seconds. I felt like you needed to get get it all in. Yeah. So just a quick commercial break for my stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, if you ever need a Santa, I am not available. <laughs> he will do a horrible job. Yeah. Do not let your nieces and nephews near this Santa Claus <laughs> because he will disappoint. Yes, very much so. Um, Eugene, this is how the game works. I'm going to name... Three objects, that three things, that you, potential gifts you could give away. And then I'm going to name three celebrities. You're going to tell me which celebrity you're going to give which gift and why. Great. These are the gifts you'll be giving today. Number one is a cemetery plot. So, you know, a place, a final resting place. Okay. Uh, number two is a log flume ride designed after them. So kind of a... The log flume is the theme of the person. Does that make sense? Oh, got it. Kind of yes, a yes, yeah. personal splash mountain. Love it. Mm-hmm. And finally, a 1996 Toyota Camry. A oh. reliable, probably beige, kind of a gold beige. I feel like that was the only sure. color of uh, Camry they made in the mid-90s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but very reliable car. Yeah. Um, and the number, uh, not number four, there are only three things as promised. The people you're going to be giving them to are, number one, one of our great rappers, Big Boy. Ooh, okay. From Outcast. Of Outcast. Um, Number two, one of our great documentarians, Ken Burns. Ooh, Ken Burns. Uh, Fantastic. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And then number three, one of our great actors, Lucy Liu. Ooh, this okay. Is a good, this is a good uh, round of people. I feel like we've got talent all over the board here. Mm-hmm. Respectable people in their fields. Mm-hmm. And then um, a variety of gifts. Yeah. Oh, man. Who would you give the cemetery plot to? Now, is that anywhere? <laughs> it's anywhere. It's any type. It's uh, for any time as well. Oh, so, you know, it. it doesn't mean they're going to die as soon as right. you give it to them. Could be just a nice little piece of land. Um, okay, so um, since it could be anywhere, um, we'd give this one to Ken Burns. And the reasoning is, I, I would think that it's a cemetery. It's, I, I'm thinking more of the casket and the way that it would be set up. Now, this is a movable plot. Meaning, okay. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it, it, it'll be, it, it's, it's like a new style where it's like futuristic in a way where it can be mobile <laughs> and it will be constantly but slowly moving to all of the places where he has done documentaries for. <laughs> and he, so his body just kind of glides through all of these places. And um, if you happen to be in the place where his body is, you know, then you also, you know, get to give him a little nod, you know, because it'd be like, oh, he's here. You know, he's here in Antarctica right now as <laughs> You know, and then whatever the documentary or and his voice will be constantly playing on top of it. 
This will obviously be hovering because we don't know what the terrain is at all of these places. Right. Well, it's futuristic. And it's I, futuristic. Anything yeah. futuristic has to have a hover element. Everything. Yeah. And a little bit of LED lights to it. Yeah. <laughs> Just to keep everybody away and also, you know, bring some fashion to it. Right. It's kind of a King Tut style thing <laughs> yeah. going from museum to museum. Poor Thank King you. Tut just doesn't get to rest. Just a little. Yeah, we're going to keep him working. We're going to keep Ken working <laughs> like Tut. Him and Tut are just going to keep on working. Um, great. I, um, so that's that for them. Um, I'm going to give Big Boy the Camry. Um, Ooh. Mainly because it's champagne colored or oh, beige. Right. It kind of has that kind of Hotlanta timeless <laughs> vibe to it. Um, he could make it look cool even if he was driving it today. Right. Not even putting anything in it. I'm talking about factory direct. <laughs> you know, what what they're giving you, the you know, the the five CD changer probably in there and everything. <laughs> um, you know, no auxiliary, not even an auxiliary plug in there. No, Just, you need the tape the tape deck that connects yeah. to the CD player. Yeah, yeah. You got it. He's got it. There might even be like a radar detector for the cops in there. Who knows? <laughs> I feel like Big Boy still has a radar detector. Yeah, yeah, same, same. So I think this is just going to be one of his many cars, you know, because you'd see him on like a Cribs or something where you're like, these are all my cars and he has all the fancy ones. And then you see the Camry and you would just be like, I get it. I don't think you would even have to explain it. He would just be like, I got this from my boy, Yuji Cordero. <laughs> Thank you very much. And then he would just be riding in it and be like, thank you for coming to my house. <laughs> Big Boy does, out of all of the rappers, I mean, maybe Andre 3000 aside, those two, I think, would appreciate a mid-90s Camry. I think absolutely. they absolutely love that sort of car. And the trunk would just be all fur coats. Oh, absolutely. Just yeah. stuffed with fur coats. Stuffed. Stuffed. <laughs> Middle of the summer. <laughs> um, so then that leaves, what does that leave for Lucy Lou? That leaves the log flume ride. So. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? <laughs> what a ride! Of course. What a ride! I mean, and what would I mean? There would be, I mean, there would be so many elements of, um, you know, the Charlie's Angels in of that ride. Of course. I mean that that would be probably coming down. You know, the flume <laughs> would be Charlie's Angels, right? Or getting your head chopped off in Kill Bill. Oh, she's fantastic in Kill Bill. The top of her head gets cut off. So that would be cool if that, like, you know, you had to duck at a certain point. (laughs) Or the top of your head gets cut off in the log There's a little splash element there. Yeah, a little splash, some blood splash element there. (laughs) I would love a a log flume ride based mostly on blood. The yes. splash is yeah. entirely blood based. Yeah. And then there would be um yeah, so it'd be mostly blood, um, <laughs> a little bit of Charlie's Angels, and then the rest of the ride, which would probably be another forty five minutes, would just <laughs> be a full episode of elementary. <laughs> CBS is elementary. <laughs> CBS is elementary. Just to like go like she is Sherlock Holmes. What we're talking about here is a solid hour of log flume then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting dried on the ride. This is this is post this is post splash. And then you go through like one of those like um, like um, dryers. And then there's elementary. That so what plays. you're describing is a car wash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A Lucy Lou themed car wash. <laughs> you're right. I did change what a log flume is. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea for a log flume, and I hope that Disney, I hope the Imagineers are listening. A like full drying element, I think people would actually really appreciate. I think they will, and I think I'm hoping the new Princess and the Frog version of the uh, Splash uh, Mountain right. will have the drying <laughs> element to it, and maybe also that other element of a car wash that we all want to experience, which is just those things that are slapping the car. Oh, yeah, yeah, just the. F- Loose fabric, just we just want some some whipping flaps, right? Just come out with welts all over your body, <laughs> uh, but sparkling clean and ready to experience the rest of the park. Yes, 
<laughs> well, excellent job, Eugene. I mean, I think despite the fact that you kind of forgot the log flume last yeah. minute, uh, but you rearranged it for Lucy perfectly. And if anyone deserves a log flume ride, I really oh, think it's Lucy Lou. Absolutely, it's her. She's it done it her. all. Her career spans all kinds of genres, and which would really uh, work perfectly for the thrill of a log flume. Absolutely. She would, and she would be thrilled to know that there's a log flume all about her. Of course, of course. Now, this is the last part of the podcast. This is called I Said No Emails. People are writing into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. People have questions. People have situations. You know, people have problems. And I'm here to solve them. You're going to assist me. Let's answer a question. Great. This says... Dear esteemed Bridger and esteemed guest. So, no, oh, that's we're me. Esteemed. That's you, Eugene. Uh, my friend slash coworker. So, uh, we're getting into some interesting territory already when we have to <laughs> qualify this person as two different things. My friend slash coworker recently had a baby, and I am struggling to come up with an appropriate gift to, ce- to celebrate this wondrous occasion. As a childless person myself, I really had no what I, idea what kind of gift a recent mother would want, so I turned to several moms in my life for answers. I've received a number of great gift suggestions for the baby, in all caps, but none of these moms have been able to recall what they wanted to ease the stress of dealing with a newborn. Now, not only do I still have no idea what to get for my friend, but... I'm also kind of sad. Oh, okay. Interesting. Wow. Uh, Bridger and guest, please help me come up with something really nice to do for her. She likes cats and kitschy knickknacks, and I'd really like to get something to help her relax. Regards, Madeline. So Madeline is kind of dealing with a a, a depression that's be, uh, associated with this friend slash coworker and the other coworkers slash friends in her life who can't give her good answers. She wants to give this person something that's not for the baby, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the moms are doing all of the heavy lifting and the hard work while this baby is being kept alive. Right. So a gift for mom is fantastic with a newborn. Um, a couple of things. If the mom is um, breastfeeding, you might want to stay away from any kind of alcoholic thing because sometimes they don't want to and until it's the last feeding of the day and then you can have a glass of wine afterwards. Right. If that's the case and they, um, they're not or it's like after the baby's gone to bed, a nice bottle of wine always is nice for a mom, a new mom. Yeah. Um, a, um, extra large coffee mug is always a funny gift to give to a new mom. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. You're, a, um, I mean, you're a father of two. I am a father of two. So, so I feel like you must look, yeah. I've got no kids. I've got no wife. Uh, yeah. you've got so, a pair of cozy socks on. <laughs> we're in this household. We're not planning on having a child anytime soon. So I feel like the, you, you do have to do a lot of the work here for me, Eugene, because. Oh, that's OK. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I'm happy to answer these. Um, and it, kitschy wise, you don't want to get anything kitschy and small because then the baby will eat it and die and choke. Um, <laughs> so um, uh, a robe, some kind of robe, like even if it's not even an expensive robe. But okay. just like, oh, a robe is an excellent gift, yeah. I will say, for truly anyone. If you're in need of uh, a gift and you don't know the person that well, I was given a gift uh, robe a while ago. Didn't think I would use it. I'm using it. Well, not during the summer, but the rest of the year constantly. Yes. And, and there are some ones even in the summer that are just kind of like a, you know, like a shawl ish thin robe that she could throw on after she's, you know, spent sometime with the baby or has to answer the door or something and you can just throw a you know a cute little robe on <laughs> my wife has a cute a couple cute little robes that we keep in rotation for the summer and the winter months <laughs> i think that's a good gift uh i mean i'm also uh wearing a pair of uh toeless socks right now that <laughs> eugene gave me and i've kind and? of settled into the idea i've kind of i mean who knows what my life is going to be six months from now while 
I mean, after wearing these socks, but yeah. for the moment, it feels like a kitschy gift that you can give They someone. are kitschy. Yes. It's a yeah. memorable gift that uh, no one's going to say no to. Mm-mm. And they'll be like, these are weird. And then you'll put them on and then you'll go, hmm, <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't <laughs> know if I like it. <laughs> But it's a new experience. And, uh, you know, when you have a newborn baby, you're probably at home a lot more. Yes. You need these new experiences. You need that new experience. This is the great thing about those socks that I gave to you as well is they will be in your drawer because this will be the first and last time you'll ever wear them. (laughs) But they'll be in your drawer. And then every time you look at it, be like, should I put those on? There's no reason I'm about to leave. (laughs) like because you and that was the funny thing that we like is like i never put on socks to stay in the house (laughs) right so i so i have had to put those out on out of like i've had to think about it like okay (laughs) i put my socks on for the day i remember that these socks are in the drawer tonight when i get home i need to switch socks yeah yeah and maybe wear them as I'm watching a movie or something. That's the least relaxing thing I can think of is <laughs> yeah. having to think of my game plan for socks. But these socks, I also feel like I'm going to be digging through my sock drawer being like, where's this other pair of socks? And I'm like, not these. Get these out. of Why are these still even in here? These are just in my way. Yep. So, Madeline, that's a gift that you could give to this uh, friend slash co-worker who's, who is obviously not 100% friend because you have yeah. to say she's she's also a co-worker. And you've also had to check in with us to give a gift. So So you obviously just don't care about her at all. (laughs) I mean, I think, uh, look, just don't give her anything. You obviously don't care if this person lives or dies. Yeah. Uh, Obviously. (laughs) And you're surrounded by people who won't give you good answers. These people don't care about you, Madeline. I think the gift you need to give is to just cut ties. Yeah. Get a new job. (laughs) Get a new job. Get some new friends because obviously what it was is that these coworkers thought that they gave the best gift and they don't want to give you clues on what would be close to gifts that they are going to get. So hmm. they're selfish people. Right. Uh, And then I guess, you know, if you want something kitschy, look. Uh, like matching clothes for the mother and the baby. Oh, there you go. I assume there's, I have to believe in my heart there's... A retailer out there who sells mother baby matching clothes. Oh, there is. There's the like, you know, I'm with this one, you know, t shirt situation, t shirt onesie situation that is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, look, look, we're we're all over the place with the time. Get them a Halloween matching Halloween costume. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you get the mom like a witch costume and the baby, uh, what is a matching thing for a witch? She gets a broom. A a broom. broom. You dress the baby as a broom. (laughs) Dress the baby as the cat. The cat that would be with the witch. No, no, no. Dress the baby as a broom. (laughs) Give give this expecting mother a broom costume for her baby. I will say one of the best cost one of the best gifts we did get for our baby, our first baby that we used for our second baby as well was um, this little blanket that it, and hat situation that you're supposed to swaddle the baby in that makes the baby look like a burrito. Oh, that's it's, adorable. It's literally looks like a tortilla. And you're supposed to wrap it up and then take a picture. And we did it with both kids because it was the best hilarious kitschy gifts. As if you're a new parent, you should absolutely take advantage of the opportunity to dress your child up as as many inanimate objects as you possibly oh, can. Are you? I, I am making fools of these children <laughs> because I know that when they get older... They're going to try to make a fool out of me and I will have evidence. Right. You're just creating like a a backlog of blackmail material. Yeah, thank you. Yes. (laughs) You've only got a limited amount of time and you've got to take advantage. Yeah. So, Madeline, I hope uh, everything we've just said there, I don't hope, I know everything we just said there was perfect and you kind of just take that and now you know what you need to get this yeah. friend slash coworker. Right. Which is get them all of these things. All of these things. Yeah. Uh, get into some deep financial trouble personally <laughs> in order to impress this friend. Eugene, we did an excellent job. Everyone knew we would. And we're at the end of the podcast and I've got all of the, I'm wearing my new non-socks nobody knows what they are i mean the blood has stopped running to my toes (laughs) 
uh, I will soon just be a toeless monster, and that's fine. I've got my towel, and then I've got my arch support, which is probably going to actually change my life. (laughs) (laughs) I've done irreparable damage to my feet, and so... Who knows if it's going to actually work, but I'm sure every podiatrist will be thrilled to know that I'm going to be working on my arches. Oh, man. Could you imagine them like, wait a minute, have you been working on these arches? (laughs) Somebody's been working on their arches. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much. And thank you for being here. I just had a wonderful time. Wow, me too. And uh, listener, this is the uh, uh, end of the podcast. So now... You get to do what you want with your life. I uh, am going to kind of release you. And I should, I, uh, I should remind you, we have new merch available online. You go to exact, well, uh, just Google it. I can't remember the address. We've got merch galore. The Gift Master game, you got to get it all or none of it. Do what you want. I don't like to push people around, but I'm trying to be better at hosting a podcast. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's produced and engineered by our dear friend, Annalise Nelson, and the theme song is by miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. That's where you're going to see pictures of all these wonderful gifts I'm getting. You have to see the gifts. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're there? It's really the least you could do, considering everything I do for you. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, go to midroll.com slash ads. But I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home So how do you dare to disobey?